Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Facts News Podcast. No opinions, no bias, no agenda. This week we have news ranging from bills, laws, and court cases to vaccine information and even the new name established for members of the Space Force. So let's dive right in. On Friday, Vice President Mike Pence announced that members of the Space Force will be called Guardians. This comes as the Space Force nears the one-year anniversary of its creation, which was on December 20th, 2019. This moves members of the Space Force away from being called Space Professionals, as they have been called the last year, and moves to a one-word term similar to that of all other branches, whom are termed Sailors, Airmen, Soldiers, and Marines. The House of Representatives passed a two-day stopgap spending bill with a vote of 320 to 60 on Friday, and the Senate approved by voice vote almost immediately thereafter. Upon reaching Trump's desk, he signed the bill. This bill will fund the government through Sunday night, upon which a new bill would need to be passed. The Electoral College voted Monday, to determine who will be President of the United States come January 21st, 2021. The votes will be officially counted by Congress on January 6th, 2021. Republican electors from battleground states that have been certified as wins for Biden cast separate ballots for Trump on Monday in the event lawsuits change the election results in that state. Congress has extended session into the weekend as they attempt to pass a coronavirus stimulus bill before adjourning session for the remainder of the year. The bill, as it stands now, is offering up $300 billion in aid to businesses, $300 a week in federal income support for jobless Americans, renewal for soon-to-expire state unemployment benefits, $600 stimulus checks to American residents, money for renters, schools, the Postal Service, and people needing food aid, and, of course, vaccine distribution funds. Vaccine distribution began on Monday, with each state deciding who will get initial doses. Early news has shown frontline healthcare workers and high-ranking officials receiving the vaccine first. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Vice President Mike Pence, and Surgeon General Jerome Adams received the vaccine this week. Videos can be seen of the vaccines being administered to these officials. The Moderna vaccine was approved by the FDA on Friday evening after a 20-0 vote on Thursday evening by the FDA's panel of advisors. The vaccine is approved for those age 18 and over, and the company plans to send out 6 million doses in its initial shipment. The Pfizer vaccine has resulted in allergic reactions in some individuals. Advocate Condell Medical Center in Libertyville, Illinois, paused vaccinations after four individuals had allergic reactions shortly after receiving the vaccine. Switching gears here a little bit, a security breach that had been occurring for months since at least March of 2020 
was discovered on Sunday. The breach has so far affected the U.S. Treasury Department, the U.S. Commerce Department, and the U.S. Energy Department. The U.S. Energy Department is responsible for management of the nuclear arsenal. The hack has been named Sunburst and is described as the worst ever hack on the U.S. by many individuals. The Supreme Court has been quite active this week with decisions on several cases. On Friday, the Supreme Court threw out a challenge to Trump's census policy of disallowing illegal residents to be counted in the census. The court stated, quote, This case is riddled with contingencies and speculation. The policy may not prove feasible to implement in any manner whatsoever. End quote. By throwing out the case, the census policy is allowed to stand. The Supreme Court has also recently sided with Colorado in a case where church attendance was limited to 50 people. The 6-3 vote overturned the ruling of lower courts that refused to block the 50-person restriction. Similarly, in New Jersey, a ruling was handed down that limited COVID-19 restrictions applying to religious settings. On Thursday, the Supreme Court refused to rescind an order by Kentucky Governor Andy Bashar that required the temporary shutdown of all K-12 schools in the state, both public and private. The plaintiffs argued that schools are treated worse than restaurants, bars, and gyms in the state, all of which remain open. The court's opinion stated, quote, The governor's school closing order effectively expires this week or shortly thereafter, and there is no indication that it will be renewed. End quote. In House election news, Claudia Tinney now leads Anthony Bradinsky by 19 votes in New York's 22nd Congressional District after a corrected total of votes from three counties was reported. This is a seven-vote increase from the previous lead Tinney held. As we approach the holidays, many may be asking where their packages are. Well, the United States Postal Service is having an estimated 6 million packages a day pile up at warehouses with online purchases booming. With this level of pileup, expect heavy package delays when shipping through the United States Postal Service as the holidays continue to get closer. Organizers of a recall of California's Governor Gavin Newsom are gaining ground. Currently, the organizers have gathered 800,000 of the 1,495,709 required signatures to trigger a recall election. Three months remain to reach the required number of votes. A recall election was held in 2003, which resulted in Governor Gray Davis being replaced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. If a recall election is triggered, two questions would be on the ballot. The first question would be, yes or no, if Newsom should be recalled. The second question would be a vote on who should replace him. Finally, in foreign news, families in London, the Southeast, 
and the East regions of Britain are being told to cancel their Christmas gatherings and most shops are being forced to close. The rest of England will be allowed to meet in Christmas bubbles for just one day instead of the five that were originally planned. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed hearing all the facts I had for you this week. I am pleased to announce that there will be a Christmas special released this week that I hope everyone will take the time to listen to. Once again, if you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate to email me at realfactsnews at outlook.com. Again, that's realfactsnews at outlook.com. Have a fantastic week, everyone.